Hi, Kelly. So I've got this really important question for you. So I know you live in Switzerland, but what is your favorite chocolate? Well, I really like dark chocolate. And I also like the best Swiss chocolate brand is a lateral. They have these like with a mix with the berries. So it's very good. That sounds great. Well, that, that's perfect. So I've got this, I've got to share this with you. I've got this amazing idea to promote my podcast. I thought I'd send a free chocolate bar to everyone, all my listeners who listen to this podcast. What do you think about that? Well, Ian, I'm still think I'm still your business advisor in some uh, capacity. I mean, how much budget you have? when we talk about that. Yeah, you know, you've, you've got quite a good point there. Uh, so maybe we can just treat this podcast episode as a kind of virtual chocolate bar. Uh, okay. Are you compare with me with the dark chocolate now or it's a berries one? I mean, which one is it? Well, I was kind of thinking it's full of flavor and richness. Actually, do you know what? Let's just get on with recording this podcast episode. Yeah, it's about time. This is the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray, helping entrepreneurs level up their impact, authority, and profits through the power of live video. Gain confidence in front of the camera, confidence with technology, and confidence with the content and marketing. Together, we can go live! Hello, it's Ian Anson Gray here for episode 10 of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Today, I've got my good friend Kelly Barder here to talk about the power of one framework. But before I get Kelly on, just to say that this podcast episode is sponsored by my good friends, Content 10X. Content 10X are experts in content repurposing. They will take your live video content and explode it across the internet to your blog, to make it into a podcast and social media images, just saving you time and help you build your business. Go over to content10x.com. You can find out all about their services, but also they've got a fabulous blog all about content repurposing. And I thank you so much, Amy and the team at content10x.com for sponsoring this podcast. You're, You're listening, listening to the, to the Confident, Confident Live Marketing, Marketing Podcast, Podcast with, with Ian, Ian Anderson, Anderson Gray. Gray. So it's time to bring Kelly in. Kelly Barder is a renowned digital sales and marketing strategist, certified business coach, mentor to emerging Christian CEOs, keynote speaker, host of the Christian CEO Podcast, author of an Amazon bestseller, A Little Girl Called Grace, and the founder of the Christian CEO University. Kelly, it's great to have you on the show. So happy to be here. I'm so glad to be here, Ian. Well, it's, it's great because we've known each other. I was trying to work this out, how long we've known each other for. I, do, can you remember, they're putting you on the spot here, where, where we first met or how we, how we bumped into each other? Is that in the new media, Euro? Yes, that was it. So it was, I did you come to Manchester or the London one? Uh, both. Oh, okay. So this was back in, I want to say 2015, 2016. Yes, yeah, 15. Yeah. 
15. So this was uh, the New Media Europe conference, which was set up by good friends of the podcast, Mike and Isabella Russell, who have done the lovely intro music to this podcast. And it was there, they did a, a big conference in Manchester and then in London. And it's how actually a lot of people in our space met. There's so many mm -hmm. people at that conference. So we've known each other for quite a few years, haven't we? Yeah. I mean, time flies. What it, can I say? It certainly does. <laughs> so I, I, I gave a kind of an introduction to you. And the, I mean, I don't know how you have time for anything with all of that. There's so many things that you do. But for people who haven't come across you, Kelly, can you give us a, a little bit of a potted history to introduce yourself to people who haven't heard of you before? Well, that is a big question. I mean, how, how long we have? Do we have three years, hours, or three seconds? Um, so <laughs> if I chop all the way down, you know, I obviously you guys see me that I'm not original from Switzerland. Uh, at the moment, I'm living in Switzerland because my family is here and my husband is Swiss. So I was growing the time and the place when baby girls were not value much. We were just seeing as a future baby production machine. So no need to invest as anything, especially education. And growing up, unfortunately, that, you know, while my single mother tried to raise us up, me, me and my brother, uh, but in the process, she was addicted to alcohol and gambling. And so there was over about one and a half decades of my life that I will never know what going to happen to me in the night. And because of those chaotic situations at home, you can imagine that the concept of self-worth did not register, you know, did not register in me much at all. And this is a total link to that what we're going to talk about, the confidence afterwards. Then through a lot of uh, live events and I figured that, you know, education and also later on climb the corporate ladder, different kind of challenges, you know, I was I became one of the youngest and quote-unquote worst female uh, corporate executives. And there were, you know, situations like, just like the movie, the hidden figures, uh, you know, Catherine, the main characters, uh, behind the, the real hero behind the scene of a NASA that she had to run a couple of blocks to go to the ladies' room. So I encountered a similar thing that every time I go to in a board meeting and uh, important business meeting, you know, there was no ladies room on the floor. And afterwards a while trying to uh, create the impact for business, again, you know, uh, people say uh, you cannot have the, you know, readers for your book or for enough clients for, for your business because your accent, your English ha is have a strong accent. And all this is, Everything do with confidence, right? And so, but you know, uh, I'm a person of faith, and so you know, by God's grace, here we are. We are on stage, virtually or in person, and just spread out the message of hope and confidence and prosperity to knock it all in under a big umbrella. Of course, there's a whole lot more detail on that, but this is what I do nowadays. Well, that's wonderful. And, you know, I've I've read Kelly's book, which is A Little Girl Called Grace. Have I got that right? Yeah. Which you can, is still on, on Amazon and all good bookstores. And it was such an inspiring book, quite a very deeply personal and emotional book as well. And highly recommend that book as well. So yet yeah, you mentioned confidence a lot in there. And throughout your life, through those difficult moments, how would you describe your confidence levels through those times? I would say you'd say that they fluctuated quite a bit. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, 
it doesn't matter which background we we came from. I think in any journey, especially uh, a lot of uh, audience for this podcast, it's, you know, your business owners, your entrepreneurs, it's just a lot of uh, bumps we're going to encounter, right? And the moment we hit the bumps, or let's say I call them the, you know, the point of the valley, and that moment you have a decision to make. You have choice to make that you whether you're going to just let it, you're going to give up or you say, let me see what can I make out of this. Hmm. And that moment, there is no amount of outer, outward factors we can rely on, such as the goals, the money, the strategy, the tactic. Right. That moment is solely rely on who you are or who you inspire to become to make that decision. Mm, I love what you just said then about who you are inspired to become, because I think over the years when our confidence is so low, we we don't really have a vision of that person that we could become. We're, we're very much focused on where we are now and, and maybe on a very much, very much a negative view of ourselves. We're going to come on to your Power of One framework shortly, but I just wanted to ask you in the realms of live video, because I know you do a lot of live video on your page and in your group to, to your community. Do you still get nervous? I think sometimes I, I feel I do. Sometimes I don't. Yeah. Do you, can you remember that first time when you, you pressed that go live button? You know, did, did you feel nervous and what made you commit to, to pressing it? Oh, yeah. I mean, those days, it's like very scary. It's like, do, do I really have to push that button and then who going to see me? And, you know, all those things. I think everybody all gone through that kind of struggles. It's a little bit like people say, uh, Kelly, when I saw you on stage in person speaking, you seem so confident that you don't, we, we don't see you that you feel nervous at all, right? And mm. well, the the mindset was, I think uh, years ago when I had, you know, I would say a pivotal moment, I was privileged enough to speak at a, a John C. Maxwell's certification event, was chosen as one of the presenter for a couple of minutes. And I was so nervous when I was waiting, uh, you know, just uh, uh, behind the stage. And the moment they announced me out and the moment they hand me the mic and suddenly the stage light all shine, you know, upon me. And then now you have about, you know, over 800 pairs of eyes and stare at you. That moment I realized that if I shift the focus from how do I look like, how do I sound like to they are here. So they obviously think they need to hear something from me. That means I can help. And the shift happened that moment. Then it's from that moment on. Now that's like seven years ago, six, seven years ago. I really change. I'm not saying I don't feel any, I don't feel at all nervous. I, I don't, I don't say that, but I'm just saying a whole lot less because every time I feel nervous about it, I always recall that moment. And the moment that afterwards, when people stood up, 
uh, give a standing ovation because they really receive something and their life got impacted that day. So that is how I nowadays uh, overcome the, 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 the fear or the feeling of a nervous whenever on stage, on virtual stage or, or in-person mm-hmm. stage. So it's 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 not about us. I think that's part of, part of the the problem. I think we we get so self obsessed sometimes when, when we're just starting off with these things. But it was that realization that you are there to deliver value to impact people's lives, and that's really helped. I mean, I think that's that's such a helpful thing to say, Kelly. Thank you. Yeah. And how have you been consistent? Because you're very consistent. I see you going live and producing content very consistently. Well, I, I I feel guilty though. I don't feel I'm that consistent enough, you know. Uh, and uh, um, I think again, the 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 mindset is okay. So think about that. If you you want to position yourself as a thought leader, think about those thought leaders you are following, right? Obviously, you constantly receive. Uh, the value from them, uh, whether it's, you know, Instagram post or uh, LinkedIn or anywhere or YouTube videos. And uh, because they are showing you that what they can contribute. Right. And so if you are not consistently show up there daily or weekly, you know, then people there's no way that people know that what you are capable of to make the difference in their life. So I think think about this way, rather than think about the other way around, say, okay, in order to close that sales, in order to do that successful launch, therefore I need to uh, build other lists. I need to, you know, those technical terms, those marketing terms, which is nothing wrong with it. But when it comes to the mindset wise, I found that a lot of uh, my clients or the audience, they, you know, when we reflect that, it's funny that when we shift the position and we suddenly got stuck, we just like, okay, why am I gonna doing this? Or why am I gonna doing this now? But rather than if you can stand in, in the other, other, you know, your audience's shoes, the perspective, and then it's easier to then push yourself to whether it comes to the consistency of creating content wise. Yeah, so important, yeah. So, yeah, I think we, we're all, I think none of us are that happy with our consistency. We, we, there's always an extra level we can go up to, but uh, I think that's, that's so important. So, definitely overdue. We need to talk about your Power of One framework. What, tell, us, tell us what it is and uh, why we should be listening to this and, and following this we're, when there, is, there are so many other frameworks out there. Yeah, I think, you know, uh, I would love to say I just totally came out of this by myself and I'm so uh, smart about it. And that would be a total lie, by the way. <laughs> and it, it all kind of just, we all have those moments that we have to put under the pressure, put on the spot. And then we will, you know, uh, force to create something. And so this is kind of one of those things. Uh, I remember now, you know, when this podcast live, we are in 2019. And so in 2018, I was so privileged to speak on my uh, business mentor, Chris Duncan's stage in the Upreneur Summit, his uh, annual signature event. Now, the, that was in November. So 
four months before that in July, and uh, when he approached me, say, you know, I would like you to present on stage, and I thought, okay, maybe I heard him wrong because here's the thing: uh, if you guys ever been in Uprno Summit or you just even see the UprnoSummit.com, you can see the all the speakers are all the stellars, right? So then he mentioned, say, you know, Kelly, just relax, just present one idea. It works for you well. And I think then they will get a, a lot of value out of it. And when he said one idea at that moment, during our coffee, you know, behind my mind, I thought, oh, cannot be too difficult. Just one idea, right? Now, after that, I think there's a couple of weeks, I couldn't really sleep well. Because here's the thing, which idea, <laughs> which idea I should present? I don't know if you guys have that kind of uh, experience. Oh, know? yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when the entrepreneur, like, we don't have problem with ideas, the plural, but we do have a problem with one. And um, uh, one day on my uh, personal devotion time with God, and I was, you know, standing in front of my flip chart, and I kind of in my complaining mode, and I say, hey, God, you know, this is your idea, because I wasn't prepared for this year to go on stage, so you got to give me something. And I start to write one on the flip chart, and then I felt impressed that that's it, that it's the, the solution. Then I went on to recall in last 10 plus years of coaching and consulting experience that it doesn't matter which level of my clients they were in, but whenever it was a time for them to up level, to level up to the next level, and they seems oh, got stuck uh, in certain point. And it, that point is not like you can make a decision about, oh, is that because we did not apply the right marketing strategies or, you know, the plan or set the wrong goal or hire the wrong staff. None of that. And it's more stuck because the inner game, it's themselves that moment have to make a decision of what kind of leaders they decided to be. And therefore, I realized that a lot of different kinds of different programs, frameworks, why well, they're all very good. But it's more outward. It's more like approach from outwardly, mm. right? It's like, okay, let's find your first avatar first. Let's find their pain point first, and so on and so on. If that truly works, why we still have so many people couldn't get where they want to be just yet? Then I also recall that years back when I was part of Darren Hardy's program. Darren Hardy is the renowned chief editor of Success Magazines. And he said that before he got married, he put a piece of paper and wrote down, you know, all different criteria that he, he wanted for this amazing woman he wanted to marry to. And the next morning when he woke up, he looked at that piece of paper and then he figured, oh, but what kind of amazing man that this woman <laughs> would love to marry too. Have you ever had an experience to say, why I don't attract the right kind of clients I would like to attract? Because what we forgot is a mirroring process. In order to attract that woman that he wanted to marry to, himself 
need to become that amazing man first. So the power of one framework, the different very a lot of different approach, but one of the main different approach, the very fundamental one is we started with you first. We start with you as a business owner, and especially when it comes to the stewarding, the four different invisible area. And four invisible area is time, energy level, space, mental space, and relationship. Because otherwise, you can do whatever you want. You try to power through, just follow other people's marketing plans, other people's framework, other people's formula, you will never get there where you want to be because you are individually unique. Does this make sense? It does. So are you at a very simplistic level, would you say it's investing in yourself, in your progression first, before you then start to look at all the implementation, the strategies and all that kind of stuff. It's looking at becoming the best version of you first, before you then go and work at other aspects of your business. Yeah, I would say invest is a great word, but I see more thing to this context, maybe it's awareness. Okay. Yeah. It's more like we have to be aware, brutally honest with ourselves through some assessment in the program and to see that where exactly you are and what is your priority in this season of mm. your life. Because we all know that, you know, it's a lie like, you know, we can, you know, separate life and business, right? Yeah. You know, as a parent, that's say if your children are, were sick at home, I mean, you just have to put down everything. And then you're going to have to take care of your children, right? You know, certain things that, that, and then it just, if you are a parent of an empty, you are in the empty nesters and the way you run business is very different than people have a young children at home and so forth, that kind of thing. So hmm. I would say, yeah, the deeper awareness that you're willing to accept, the faster you will grow. Self-awareness is such an important topic. I mean, we could do a whole podcast episode on this because I think so many of us aren't as self-aware as we should be. I'm now in my nearly mid-40s and I think I'm only just becoming like, I feel I'm, I'm starting to get to know who I am. <laughs> it's taken me such a long time. Now, I do know some people in their 20s who have a pretty good idea who they are. But I think because we've got so many different aspects of ourselves, you know, I'm, I'm a dad, I'm a husband, I'm a singer, I'm a friend, I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm all these things. What, what is my identity? And what, what makes me tick? What are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? What do I struggle with? You know, what, what do I need to address? How do you, well, do you agree with me, first of all, that that is an issue? And then how do you actually do something? How do you become more self-aware? I think, you know, that therefore we always say that in this journey, uh, it's not possible we go along, right? And uh, I would say, I often say that in um, my community that there are four very important elements uh, in order for you to succeed beyond your current level. And one, the first one is the right growth mindset. But you see, in order to have right growth mindset, we say, you know, your current ceiling has to become your floor again. Because your current ceiling is that where you are very comfortable with. You you doing you know certain things you're doing so comfortably, you can do it very well. But if you are 
you know, feel just, you know, if you start continue dwelling there, it's not possible for you to go further. And those are the successful people that we are admiring. They are the one constantly put themselves in the uncomfortable situation in order to grow. The second element is the right knowledge. Uh, we are not short of any information or knowledge, but what is the just-in-time knowledge for you right now, right? And the third is the right growth path. Again, that we can go all different kind of direction, you know, those shining object syndromes, you know, especially for entrepreneurs. But uh, we need to understand that what is the right growth path now. And the, the last one is the right masterminds. You know, in a community, whether it's the membership base or you have, uh, you know, some mastermind group and stuff like that, because people is sometimes serve as a mirror of ourselves. Right. And we need a whole accountability elements in order to move forward. Uh, sometimes it's just not just about, oh, you know, I need somebody to kick my real end. We all need that. But most importantly, also, when we fall, there is somebody to pick us up, you know. And when we are too highly lofty minded, somebody can ground us down. And so we need to have all those elements in order to really have a full picture of a self-awareness. Because I don't think you can have truly um, a very authentic and deep understanding of yourself, uh, your awareness or about yourself while you just shut the door and just just you, it's just, just yourself. I don't think that work at all. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I remember having to do, it was a leaders course. I think it was called Growing Leaders Course. And we were asked to write down our strengths, our top five strengths. Now, this was probably uh, 10, 15 years ago. I didn't have a clue what to write. I, I really, really struggled. I couldn't think of one strength that I had. That's where I was at the time, zero confidence. And it was my wife who said, what are you talking about, Ian? You're good at this, you're good at this, 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 and this. And so I wasn't able to kind of come up with that on my own. Uh, I needed that help from someone else. And in that case, my wife. And I think being in a mastermind group, so if you're listening to this and you don't know what a mastermind group is, it's just basically a group of people who meet either in person or online and you hold each other accountable. You meet preferably weekly. You share what you're working on, what your struggles are. And there's usually one person in the hot seat and you share one big struggle or one thing that you're working on and everyone else kind of comes in and gives some ideas and thoughts. But the, the, the main point really, Kelly, is, is accountability, isn't it? I mean, that's that's so important in terms of this, this uh, development and, and finding out a little bit more about you and how you progress to the next level. I love what you said about, what was it? The, the ceiling becomes the new floor. I like that a lot. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. Yeah, the ceiling have to become a floor again, so then you can step into the the next level. And I think the other one, I, the other thought now just came in mind about the confidence. I think sometimes confidence, it, there's no way around it. It just have to come from all the mistakes that we went through or all the brokenness we went through. And because I think in that process, it will produce empathy. And when we have different level of empathy, actually that also 
will help us to grow our different levels of confidence. Do you agree with that? So I'm trying to understand what you mean by the, so the empathy, empathy for what? For for others or for? I think for both, for others mm. and for ourselves, right? So for example, let's say, just use a very simple example, say, if I never went live, I never done live videos, right? And then when the first time I went live, I made a whole lot of mistakes and uh, maybe I sound horribly, I look horribly, and then the technical thing, everything go wrong. And then and, and afterwards, as the time go, let's say I totally confident, go live, and then start to, that Ian maybe, that, you know, start to teach other people how to do the same thing. But Ian, I think, uh, I mean, many people often in our community, right, we, uh, you can hear our members mention to you, say, we just feel like, Ian, you are so nice, you, you have a, a high level empathy. And I think it's because you went through that process right? You went through that process of mistakes and, and uh, all different kind of uh, situation when you come to live videos. And therefore, when you now teach the people, right, they are not there yet, you know how to communicate with them much in yeah. a much deeper level because of empathy. And then let's say when you're for yourself too, when let's say even now you are pro, I mean, technology, the thing is never <laughs> never never stop changing right so maybe next time when you make the different kind of mistakes and then you will look at yourself say okay you know i went through gazillion of similar thing in the in before so i think this is just one of those moments uh i will not you know too hard to myself as well and therefore mm-hmm. that then you will produce the confidence along the way so important. I'm glad you you clarified that because I, I think empathy is such a powerful emotion and, and, and a powerful thing when it comes to building, growing an audience and getting clients. Because I think if we have never gone through the struggles that our clients are facing, they'll find it difficult to trust us. I always I always find if I struggle with something and if the, my coach or what my the person I'm investing in has also struggled with that and they talk about that story, I'm far more, I'm going to trust them a lot more. Whereas I find there are some people out there who are amazing. They know so much more than I do, but they almost seem so perfect and they've never had a problem in their lives. I'm sure that's not the case, but, but I I think we're going to trust the people who have actually been there and struggled through things and, and understand where we're coming from. So if we're wanting to, we become a better version of ourselves, we're, we're becoming more self-aware. How does this work in terms of working, getting more business and growing our profits and, and actually getting more clients, that type of thing? So you just mentioned actually moments ago, say that you are not so attracted to some leaders that they, if they look seemingly so perfect, right? It seems that they never make the same mistake as you did, right? So that's the thing, as you are aware of your own journey and then your mistakes and your success uh, in the past, and you build that empathy level automatically, actually, and you express yourself uh, authentically, and there is always a crowd out there that they are just waiting you to show up, right? And also then when you connected with them, because with that empathy level, that your core message will not be heard as just another superficial message. 
right? It will have a whole lot more meaning. And then that, that specific audience, when they heard that or, or, or watch that, they will think, yeah, they, they, can, they feel that they are so resonant with you. And therefore, then you will have, you know, super fan or let's say, you know, we all say that 1,000 true fans, right? You don't need uh, millions. You just need have 1,000 true fans to build a profitable business. Yeah, that's, I love that. And actually, I was listening to Cliff Ravenscraft podcast recently, and he was even saying there are some businesses where even a, a hundred true fans, uh, mm-hmm. all that you need, you know, so, so that is so true. And I think it can be so hard at the start, you know, when, when you're growing your audience, you feel no one's listening, your confidence levels can, can be quite low, but that consistency, going through that pain, Things will go wrong, but through that difficult, challenging experience, you will learn so much. You will gain the empathy, and through that, you will definitely grow your amazing, perfect alpha audience, whatever you want to call it. Um, so, thank you so much, Kelly. That 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 is fabulous. We, well, we're coming towards the end of the show. I think we could we could probably talk for so much longer. There's probably so many other things that we could talk about to do with the Power of One framework. Is there is there anything else you would like to say? And and how can people find out more about you and and, and what are you doing at the moment? Yeah, I, I figured that we just kind of a power. We kind of just kind of share all the way, but we probably people still don't know what is a Power One framework. <laughs> so, just for those people who did not know, Power One framework just meaning what is the number one solution that you can provide to your number one clients so they can have the number one result by the best current version of you. So it's one, 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 one. That's why it's called the power of one framework, by the way. And so if for those of you that you wanna get uh, my presentation slides, actually I presented at the Upreneur Summit, you can go to kellyballer.com forward slash learn and there you can download the slides for free and, and learn more about it. Uh, the other thing is if you happen to be uh, share the same face with me or you don't mind, I talk about uh, my face, then you know, uh, feel free to connect with me. All the social media is Kelly Butler. And uh, uh, we do have a Christian CEO Summit coming up in September. So just go to the, again, that URL I mentioned before, I'm sure uh, Ian will put in somewhere in the page. And just just up in and then so we can get a more further communication for all the great things that we're going to provide for uh, for the time to come. That's great. And just, just if you're listening, it's Kelly Bader, B-A-A-D-E-R.com. Thank you so much, Kelly. It's been great to have you on. Yeah, and thank you for clarifying the power of one framework. When it actually, we got so kind of into all the detail that we didn't actually talk about. And it's my fault. I should have asked you. But um, thank you so much. It's been great to have you on the show. The show notes will be ready, hopefully, by the time this podcast is out. Just go to iag.me forward slash 10. That's the numbers one zero. If it's not quite ready, just give it another few days or a week and we'll get that ready for you. And yes, you can follow Kelly across the interwebs and social media. She's on pretty much, I think you're on most of the social networks, aren't there? Out there, aren't you, Kelly? Yeah, I think. 
Yeah, so maybe not Google Plus because Google Plus has died, but uh, I'll never everywhere else. But thank you so much, Kelly, and thank you everyone for watching. And we'll be with you next time for another Confident Live Marketing Podcast. And I hope that you can level up your impact, authority, and profits through the power of Confident Live Video. See you soon, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Be sure to join the community at iag.me where you can continue to level up your impact, authority, and profits through the power of live video. And until next time, toodaloo. Mmm. Mm. What are you doing? Isn't that my chocolate? No, it's definitely mine. But why are you eating it at the end of your podcast? Well, because today I had Kelly Barda on to talk about the power of one chocolate. I think you'll find Kelly was sharing about her power of one framework, Ian. Oh, yeah. Uh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs>